Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and I spend between 5 and 20 hours a week consuming articles, books, and podcasts looking for the most interesting ideas around security, technology, and how they interact with us as humans. The idea is content discovery and exploration. Each episode is either a curated summary of what I've found in the past week or a standalone essay that hopefully gives you something to think about. All right, welcome to a standalone edition of Unsupervised Learning. In this episode, I'm going to talk about the recent release of the OWASP Internet of Things Top 10, which uh, myself and a bunch of other people working on the team after about a year and a half finally released in the end of 2018. I want to basically just give everyone an overview of the list because uh, I know a lot of people are into InfoSec who listen. So, going to start off with a little bit about the philosophy. So it we basically started this back in 2014 as a way to help developers, manufacturers, enterprises, and consumers to make better decisions regarding creation and use of IoT, right? So it basically continues today with this release uh, of the 2018 version. And it is basically the top 10 things to avoid when building, deploying, or managing IoT systems. So the primary theme for 2018 OWASP Internet of Things Top 10 is simplicity. So rather than having separate lists for risks versus threats versus vulnerabilities or for developers versus enterprises versus consumers, basically the project team decided to just have a single unified list that captures the top things to avoid when, de- when dealing with IoT security overall. So uh, we basically recognize that there are dozens of organizations that give like super detailed and elaborate guidance on IoT security. And they're all designed for slightly different audiences and industry verticals. And we thought the most useful resource we could create is a single list that addresses the highest priority issues for all those different groups. And that's what the 2018 release of the top 10 is for IoT. So the methodology is a little bit different than uh, some of the other OWASP projects you probably heard of. So uh, the project team is a collection of volunteer professionals from within the security industry. And uh, we've got quite a bit of experience on the team, uh, multiple types of expertise, manufacturers, consulting, security testers, developers, that sort of thing. And we basically went through the following phases. Uh, we did team formation first, which is finding the people who will be willing to contribute to the 2018 update, SMEs, project leaders, that type of stuff. Uh, then we did project review, which is analysis of the 2014 project to determine what's changed in the industry since that release and how the list should be updated given those changes. Then we went on to number three, data collection. Collection and review of multiple vulnerability sources, public and private. We looked at tons of stuff like NVD, like um, exploit database, just tons of different vulnerability databases looking for IoT vulns. uh, With special emphasis on which issues cause the most actual impact and damage. Then we did uh, a fourth step here which was kind of interesting, sister project review. So we looked at dozens of other IoT security projects to ensure that we'd not missed anything major. 
and that we were comfortable with both the content and prioritization of our release. So we looked at CSA IoT Controls Matrix, CTIA, Stanford Secure Internet of Things Project, uh, NIST IR8200, ANISA IoT Baseline Report, um, the Code of Practice for Consumer IoT Security, and, and many, many others. Then we went to number five, community draft feedback. So we released a draft to the community for a review, put it on Twitter, put it on a, a Google um, form, and uh, basically asked the public for feedback. And we got a number of uh, really good comments from that. And we also did a, a few public talks before the final version went out and gathered feedback that way as well. And then finally, uh, at the end of December, we did the release. All right, so with that, I'm gonna jump right into the list itself. Number one is weak, guessable, or hard-coded passwords. Number two is insecure network services. Number three is insecure ecosystem interfaces. Number four is lack of secure update mechanism. Number five is use of insecure or outdated components. Number six is insufficient privacy protection. Number seven is insecure data transfer and storage. Number eight is lack of device management. Number nine is insecure default settings. And number 10 is lack of physical hardening. Few comments on, a, on some of these. Number one was extremely obvious and clear for us because it is the credential issue, right? And people fixing that would help a lot. So. That's why it's number one. It's the most common, uh, I think, and it's also the most impactful. Number two, insecure network services is basically stuff listening that should not be. And uh, stuff that could, as a result, cause some sort of harm to the, uh, to the system itself. Number three is quite a bit of a, a change from the 2014 list. Uh, insecure ecosystem interfaces it's insecure web, backend APIs, cloud or mobile interfaces, or really anything else that connects to the device. So basically, this is pushing forth the idea that when you buy an IoT product, if it's a if it's a router or it's you know some sort of camera or wh whatever it is, it's not just that that physical device that you have to worry about. You have to worry about the ecosystem that supports it, and that includes like web apps and backend APIs and you know, cloud interfaces that allow you to log into it remotely. All those things, if you have any experience uh, testing, like a lot of people on the team do, uh, do, you know that you find vulns in all these different components and they're all part of the same thing and they can all weaken each other. So that's why we specifically called out this unified issue, insecure ecosystem interfaces. Number four, lack of secure update mechanism. This is, continues to be a, a major issue for really software and hardware in general, but especially important for IoT. Use of insecure outdated components. This is a really common problem inside of IoT systems. Um, it's also uh, mentioned in the canonical main web OWASP top 10. So this has got a good amount of synergy there. Um, although I hate using the word synergy. Um, Number six, insufficient privacy protection. So this one is basically anything regarding how the IoT system asks you for data or collects data 
from you and uh, how it handles permissions and, and what it does with that data. Number seven, insecure data transfer and storage. This is basically something that doesn't fall into the other categories, but involves the storage or transmission of sensitive data in an insecure way. And that could be like file formats that they store data in, the lack of use of encryption, or it could be permissions issues uh, inside of one of the operating systems um, that, that are storing this data. Lack of device management, number eight, is all about fleet management, right? When you have a bunch of these things out there, and this is very focused on manufacturers, when you have a bunch of stuff or enterprises, when you've got a bunch of stuff out there that's deployed, you know, how are you handling updates? Um, how are you handling decommissioning? Um, are you able to uh, monitor this fleet of things that are deployed? Um, are you able to take them up and down? Are you able to know if they're being attacked? Are you able to respond if they are attacked? And number nine is insecure default settings. This is basically, this is kind of a meta uh, finding or issue related to all the other issues in the list. And it's basically a manufacturer that puts out a device that even if it has good settings and good security options in there, that they're not turned on by default. So when a device comes to you and you go and deploy it, which most people are going to deploy it without doing anything to it, when that happens, it's in a default insecure state. And number 10, lack of physical hardening. This one, there was a lot of debate about this one. Should it be in the list? Should it not be? Should it be higher? Should it be lower? My personal opinion is that this is very low uh, on an overall IoT list. Obviously, the impact is extremely high for this one. But um, you could arguably say that for IoT, the threat avenue or vector or whatever is over the internet. Therefore, you wouldn't have physical access. Um, but there are situations where you do have physical access, like consumers, um, consumer devices. You, you send them out there. If it's super trivial to hack your whatever <clears throat> modem or router or whatever, then uh, that could be a problem. So there are um, particular groups that really do care about this. So we put it in the list. We just put it as a, a lowest priority of the one through 10. So that's the list. Uh, we're pretty happy with it. We're getting some really good feedback. Um, and of course, we'd love for you to uh, give feedback as well. The future of the project as it stands right now, uh, we've got a number of activities planned to continue to improve the project and improve the list over time. The next release will be in 2020, but uh, we're already sort of spinning up um, a number of things around it. So uh, and, and things to do in the meantime, right? So some of the items we're talking about is continuing to improve the list um, basically on a two-year cadence, incorporating feedback from people as they uh, get the list and use it in the real world, doing a mapping project that lists the items in other OWASP products um, and projects like the ASVS and proactive controls, and also projects outside of OWASP like CSA and some of these European standards doing really cool stuff. We basically want to create a mapping so that if you have a vuln, you can see where that vuln lands inside of the OWASP IoT top 10, as well as CSA, as well as uh, some of these other groups. 
And uh, we're also looking to expand into other aspects of IoT, including embedded security, ICS, SCADA, that sort of thing. We're also looking to add use and abuse cases with multiple examples to solidify the, the concepts that we brought up. And we're also considering the addition of reference architectures. So we're not only telling people then, you know, don't do this, this is bad, but we're also saying, you know, if you want to do it correctly, here's the right way, but not just here's the right way, here's an actual implementation that you can use in your situation. Now, that's a pretty hard project, um, as you can imagine, but we already have some volunteers for that and uh, really think it could help a lot of people. So participation in this project, um, I'm the project leader myself, and it's uh, it's open to the community. So we take input from all participants, whether you're a developer, a manufacturer, you know, you're a tester, you're just try, you're anyone trying to do IoT securely. So we can, uh, we, we basically get together in this OWASP channel. It's IoT-security inside of the canonical main OWASP uh, Slack channel. And uh, just come and show up and say you want to be part of the team. And uh, we would love to have you, um, even if you're just giving feedback or you actually want to, uh, you know, participate and take on one of these projects. You want to help with... Um, you know, ICS, you want to help with uh, the mapping project, if you want to help build the reference architectures, any way you could uh, give feedback or help, you're welcome to do so. And uh, we would love to have you. So that is the OWASP IoT Top 10 for 2018. And uh, we'll see you next episode. All right. Thanks for listening to this episode of Unsupervised Learning. And don't forget, you can also get the show, including all the links to the things I mentioned, in text form by signing up for the email newsletter at danielmiesler.com newsletter or via the blog post for each episode. I'll see you next time.